Espanol, <laughs> along with this one. Hold on. Yeah, we need a card reading in Spanish. I can do notes as well. Yes. Nice. Mm -hmm. Along with Veronica. Yes, Doña Gloria. That little Veronica. La Doña. Well, thank you for your insight. And um, if you'd like to stay with us, you can. Or if you'd like to, you know, whatever you'd like to do. But we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about some of the matrix and some of the lines in the matrix that we have um, discussed. So okay. any you questions know. you have, just yell them out over our voices yelling. Hey! Hey, <laughs> question! <laughs> talking about the Matrix Resurrection. The very last one. Which is the very last one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it has a lot of psychedelic, well, the song that they put in there that shows how the Matrix is created. Um, it shows a reference to Alice Through Wonderland, uh, Through the Looking Glass, which has her go in, and uh, it's basically an inverted world. It's like mirror reversed, pretty much. So everything that is right is wrong, and so on and so forth. So in the Matrix Resurrections, they pull in all three of the previous movies through flashbacks, and they see how each of the, um, the characters, Neo and Trinity, from the first movie, they actually bring them in as two different people. What people see on the outside is totally different to what the viewer is seeing. Like, we actually see Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. So, okay. and then the film, the film is great because it gives you little clips of bits and parts of where you see where it's them, clues, you have uh, Agent Smith, which is the same on the inside, but runs more free. Um, so it brings a lot about uh, reincarnation. It brings a lot about choices and illusion, but you already know what you need to do, which hits the topic of intuition. So is, is there any particular thing that you ever experienced that was an intuitive side? Uh, something that took you aback and you were like, whoa, I wouldn't have believed it if they would have paid me to. Anything come to mind? Uh, no, not, not, like, not to that extreme. The only thing, it's funny because I, I was just talking to somebody about the last, uh, the last recession and uh, and it is numbers based. So even though I'm a lot of air, my uh, my north node is in Taurus. It's my only earth sign I have in my my chart, <laughs> which makes me always attracted to numbers. However, the last the job that I had right before the housing crash, I I was in management. I was in retail management. I I was a re I was a an area manager for an inventory service company. So I worked with a lot of retailers, and and this is in California. And it was the foreseeing of the retail crash mm -hmm. and me talking to directors and uh, not just regional directors, but even the overall VP directors um, sitting down the November before things crashed. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm looking at them going, hey, we're, we're, about to, we're about to crash. These businesses are going to go. And they're like, no, what do you know? I, I was in my 30s. And. And I was this young kid, and I'm talking to these men. I'm a female talking to these men who are in their 50s and 60s who have been in business and uh, have, you know, all these multiple degrees in economics and in finance and in accounting. And here I am, this little peon, showing them evidence that, 
drop. It does not. And, and everybody talked about the housing market. Uh, but sure enough, yeah, five months later, mm-hmm. I, they were taking the blue pill. Yes, they were taking the blue pill. Not that blue pill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but me along with 150 of my employees, we were all given our big slips and our final paychecks. So, um, again, and it, and it was to see those same directors look at me in the eye and they said, how did you know? I'm like, it's basic. It's just basic finance. But I, because I was on the ground and you could see, yeah. I'm like, when you see the inventory levels start to go up and, and we mm-hmm. saw it with automobiles, right? The mm-hmm. heaviness and inventory of automobiles mm-hmm. or new vehicles and then used vehicles were down. We saw it through COVID. The price of vehicles skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And we're heading that way again. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, this was it's going that way again. Yeah. Part of what so, you're talking about, exactly. sorry, part of what you're talking about in the matrix they have, everybody has to take these blue pills, these prescribed pills. And basically, right these the, the blue yeah. pills keep you delusional, thinking that everything is going to be fine. Keep you sedated. Mm-hmm. And not Definitely. addressing the Pro- program, mm-hmm. not Follow addressing yeah. what the real reality is. Very cool. So I want to play this. Mm-hmm. Play a song that they play throughout a good portion of the beginning of uh, Matrix Resurrections. In a second. Well, it's copywritten. We can't use it on the podcast. You can always play 15 seconds. So I'm going to put another picture of it. Okay. Yeah. So that is about the. It talks One about pill the, makes you smaller. Yeah. One pill makes you bigger, one pill makes you smaller from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, there are a lot of, a lot of things, you know, going to Alice and Alice in Wonderland and and how that relates to the movie and and actually society today. Um, Yeah, you know, when we talk about the looking glass or looking back, when when Neo looks in the mirror and he sees himself as a different person, even though he knows what he's supposed to look like. So would the Cheshire cat Mm -hmm. be a sateen? The Hindu girl mm-hmm. that grew up mm-hmm. to help them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would make she, a lot of sense. She would smile it would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because uh, yeah, she's trying to show him the truth without showing without him the showing truth. Without showing the truth. Yeah, yeah. making him decide yeah. that it's the truth. And I also believe that, you know, what we see in the mirror is totally different than what other people see or vice oh, versa. You know, it's like we have this yeah. persona that we put out to the public. And who we perceive we are, and then that's who we put out there. But in reality, you know, we're a whole different person to, you know. Well, not only that, I mean, when you think about, so, because, you know, you got to take it back to dating. If I saw myself the way everybody else saw me in the world, mm-hmm. I'd think a whole lot different of myself. Well, when yes. I was principaling, I remember saying, it is. <laughs> She's a principal. She can do those principles quite a bit. And I was principaling. I remember sitting at my desk going, this, you get to see what sits at this desk. This is not me. And it mm-hmm. got to be to the point where that person sitting at the desk was taking over my identity. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to get out. You were starting to become Corporal that. Smith. You were Agent Smith. I was Agent, Smith. Agent Smith. And I said, I can't be this anymore. It's the smell. The flip side of that, so not only was your identity was being taken over by principles, but in my situation, so for 20 years, I was the mom, I raised the kids, I did the all. My personal identity 
was wrapped up. So it was flipped. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily everybody else saw me as this person who had everything under control. I could do it all. Me personally, my identity was wrapped up in being a mom and being a wife and being the caregiver and making sure everybody did everything. So it was that same thing, only in a a flip. And I think we all have that to some degree. I mean, I was a government worker. I worked with finance. I worked with very, very left brain stuff. I supervised and all these different things, but and and no one, you know, even now, you know, really has a good idea of who I truly am because I'm an artist, um, an intuitive. Um, I'm all about, you know, metaphysics and and all those different things, and I'm an empath. And if I'd have told somebody that at work, they would have, you know, been what? <laughs> but I used to You're say my spidey senses. My yeah. spidey senses are yeah. telling me, and like you know, that then you could just carry on because mm-hmm. it was in a frame of mind that people could absorb relatively easily. Yes, and we're back to what we we're talking about with the the tongue thing. What I can the speaking. Mm-hmm. I remember joking to myself. I'd be driving. One of is it um, a double edged sword? It's a gift or is it a curse? Because I can see people's truth and I will throw it back at them, mm-hmm. and it hurt. And people are not ready to hear it. No. Saying it much nicer is was a challenge. Got get getting much better at that. But you know, when you can see truth, mm-hmm. and you can see that they're in denial, they're mm-hmm. not looking in the mirror at all. They just turn it around right. and want you to see what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> and then there's the whole thing of when. You're looking at someone you may be dating or something like that or someone you're married to or or someone like that. And actually, you're looking at yourself also because you do a lot of marrying in relationships. Aren't you pretty? Yes. And I told my clients who are starting new relationships, look around on the other side of the mirror. Don't Mm -hmm. look at just what's here. It's two-sided. Oh, and 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 the other major thing is that you know one of the sayings that they say is very, is a lot of truth is you are who you hang with and I realized at this point I'm in a lot of trouble so <laughs> I'm just saying but you'll have fun yes but I'll have fun I may end up in jail but I'll have fun I think we need more wine <laughs> we'll have fun. So, uh, another famous line in, in The Matrix, there's so many things in here that has so many truths to it, and, and just, you know, when you look through it, it it's, it's like um, when um, Neo was talking to Jude, Jude was his, basically, assistant, his, his, hand, well, his, well, his handler, but his assistant in the movie, and he was, and uh, Jude had said something that offended Neo, and, and Jude says, you know, I'm a geek, I was raised by machines. And unfortunately, there is so much truth to that. So much truth. Because, you know, most kids, yes, most kids nowadays, you know, two years old, what does the parent do? Give them a phone, let them the phone. You know, they're... Teenagers, if they didn't have it, it was almost social suicide. Yeah, yeah. It's like you cut off their arm. Yes. And, you know, it... And in social media and all these different things. And this is what is forming our children of today. Teen on the scene. Yes, our teen on the scene. Come, come, join us. She's fixing more wine. (laughs) Wine for the masses. I shan't be sober. (laughs) Oh no! The 
This is supposed to be a wholesome family program. It's wholesome. actually diagnosed um, the social media for kids that can't let go of is actually a disease now. Mm-hmm. It's actually a you know, dysfunctional wow. thing going on with uh, kids and adults too. I mean, how many times Validation. do you go out to dinner with somebody and they're more worried about getting a like on their Facebook than they are talking to the person right across from them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me check. I'll tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is at least with my kids, it was so nice when we would sit down at dinner. I mean, they're older now, but when we have dinners together, these things don't come out. Yeah, we weren't allowed. Mm-hmm. They don't come out. They're not, yeah. you know, we're here. Yeah. Be here. Yeah. But there's so many people now that have absolutely no social skills, and they don't know how to talk to people. I've actually seen people go to dinner, and kids be sitting, teenagers sitting there, and instead of talking to each other, they will literally text each other. Although we did do that. That's all right. My son called me for this this morning. I was like, "Where are you at?" We're both in the house. We did that. You're surprised. Yes, yes, yes. We will surprise. It was a great surprise birthday. Trust me. I never saw it coming. Uh, She's she's an intuitive. She saw it all coming. Uh That day. Unfortunately, true. Um, But yeah, so feel honored. Yes, you call me annoying (laughs) to my face. It's the Libra Scorpio rising talking. Yeah, that's like 